The views and opinions on the following program are those of the participants and not necessarily those of KKVV Las Vegas. Are you between a rock and a hard place? Are you not sure if you're a sinner or a saint? Do you think you've lost your salvation? Let me take you to the New King James Version. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 12 through 14, and Jesus says, What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray? Does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is strained? And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs. Posted by Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. Featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. Good afternoon. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin, and we are on Save the Lost at All Costs, and God bless you. We're going to open up the phone lines right away, and if you're local, you will dial 702-650-5588. I say again, if you're local in the Las Vegas area, you'd like to join our discussion today, have a comment, a praise report, a prayer request, we'd love to hear from you again. Locally, please dial 702-650-5588. If you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, we do have a toll-free number for for you, that would be 800-366-8883. Again, calling outside the Las Vegas area, toll free. We do have a number for you. That would be 800-366-8883. We are being streamed live from KKVV's website, but let me give you the call numbers first, 1060 AM and simultaneously 101.5 FM. Now the web address is www.kkvv.com. Hello and God bless. Brother Vernon, you're going to wave to him? All right, we just waved to you. And we are also being streamed live from Save the Lost at All Costs' website, which is www.savethelostlv.org. I say again, Save the Lost at All Costs' website is www.savethelostlv.org. If you have missed any of our previous broadcasts, you can go to the website again, www.savethelostlv.org, and listen to anything that you've missed. The gospel is always free on our watch. Amen. Amen. Now, to my right, and probably you'll see him on your left, that would be Brother Vernon Davis. How are you, man of God? I'm doing great today. All great. right. Um, I had an awesome service at the church I recently joined. It's uh, Brita Heaven Christian Ministry. I'd like to say a shout out to uh, Pastor Powell and uh, First Lady Tanya Powell. Amen. And well, wonderful. Well, that's great. And what did you guys talk about over there today? Well, it was, youth, it was Youth uh, Day, so we had uh, three young people there. Um, all around uh, uh, 15, 16, and uh, shared their testimony and their scripture mm-hmm. to start that out. We're still a young church, That's but wonderful. it was really great. Well, wonderful, and, and God bless uh, your pastor and his lovely wife and the work that they're doing in the community, and more so than that, that they chose to give their lives to Christ and to serve him. Amen? Amen. So we'll continue to uh, pray uh, blessings of protection. Amen. And restoration. Amen. And spiritual growth. Amen. Over the house that God has set you in in the season called now. Amen. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Well, wonderful. We're going to jump right back into Proverbs 30. And this is a continuation. We started last week and there were seven questions that we looked at that happened to be in uh, verse 4 
of uh, Proverbs 30. So now that uh, we have addressed that, we're going to continue, hopefully, God willing, and the creek doesn't rise, uh, we can get down to verse 33. But if not, there's always the following Sunday. Amen? Amen. Amen. So we're going to get to it. And again, uh, this is a continuation of last week's seven questions. And if you missed it, again, I said you can go to our website and listen to it and be blessed. The gospel is always free on our watch. There is no charge. Uh, I didn't write the word. I just follow the word. Amen. Amen. So God has made the provisions for us to be able to do that. And with uh, our faithful listeners and supporters, Vernon, we could not do it without their kind donations, their prayers, uh, their continuous support. Uh, I just appreciate and am really humbled and bless that there are people who still want to support radio ministry. I appreciate that. And thank you for your kind donations. Uh, whatever you give, it's a blessing and we receive it. So thank you, thank you, thank you very much. All right, Vernon, would you read verses 5 and 6 and let's get to it. Okay, Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5 and 6 out of New King James Version. Verse 5, every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. Verse 6, do not add to his words, lest he rebuke you and you be found a liar. Amen. So let's go to Ephesians six sixteen, Vernon, and let's see about what the word of God says. Again, 613. We're going to Ephesians 6, chapter 16. Verse 16? Yes. Okay, you said Okay, Ephesians 6. Well, what I said is what I meant is chapter 16. Amen? Are we, are we going to get into it, Brandon? Are we going to let the Holy Spirit guide us? <laughs> chapter 6, verse 16. <laughs> Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Amen. Amen. That's what we're talking about in, in verse 5. In verse 5? No, that's what we're talking about in Proverbs verse 5. He got me. Okay. Okay, so we're in Proverbs 30. We're going to mm-hmm. slow it down. We're in Proverbs 30. We just read verses 5 and verse 6. Amen. So this scripture backs up what we read in verse 5. Amen. In Proverbs 30. Amen. Now we're going to look at something to support verse 6. Amen. All right. So now we're going to go to Revelation chapter 22, verse 19. And Vernon, tell the listeners that we do love one another. We do love one another. Amen. Even though I was looking for chapter 16. It's not a problem. (laughs) We love one another. The Holy the Holy Ghost is helping us, right? Amen. See but, that that this is what he's talking about. <laughs> not got not, me smiling now because I'm still Okay, uh, chapter 22, Revelation verse 19. 19. Mm-hmm. On the New King James version, verse 19. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his part from the book of life, from the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. See, it tells us that we're not supposed to add anything and we're not supposed to take anything away. We're not capable of doing that, Vernon, because we're not truth. Amen. He is the truth. Amen. Men are liars. Amen. God is not a liar. Amen. So it's very important that we understand that. And people will try to tell you all the time, well, the word of God says this, God says this, or he meant this or that. 
this is the truth. We need to follow the truth. There should be one defining truth because there is only one truth. Amen? Amen. So it's important. This is what the author is trying to get us to understand when we're looking at the proverb because it is the wisdom literature. Now we're going to go to Romans. We're going to look at chapter 3 and we're going to look at verses uh, 4 through 6. And I want the listener to know that we are reading out of the New King James Version. I did not say that initially in case you have some other version, but we are looking at the New King James Version. Would that be correct, Manika? Absolutely. All right. So we're in Romans 3, and we're going to look at verses 4, 5, and 6. Are you there, Brother Vernon? Yes, I am. Would you bless us with a reading, sir? Romans chapter 3, verse 4. Certain, certainly not. Indeed, let God be true, but every man a liar. Wait, say that again. Certainly not. Indeed, let God be true, but every man a liar. As it is written, that you may be justified in your words and may overcome when you are judged. Verse 5. But if our unrighteousness demonstrates the righteousness of God, what shall we say? Is God unjust who inflicts wrath? I speak as a man. Verse 6, certainly not, for then how will God judge the world? There it is. That's the Apostle Paul laying it out. Amen? Amen. That is the the, the definition of truth. Amen? He is truth. He's the definer of truth. He's the refiner of truth. Amen? Amen. And that is not something that's debatable, man of God. It is not debatable. So we're going to move on to the prayer. And we will see this in verse uh, 7, verse 8, and verse 9. And let's go back to Proverbs chapter 30. And we're going to again look at verse 7, verse 8, and verse 9. And you will see a prayer. And uh, we're going to talk about that. Right, Brother Vernon? Amen. So let's get to it. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 7. Two things I request of you. Deprive me not before I die. Verse 8. Remove falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food allotted to me. Verse 9. Lest I be full and deny you and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and still and profane the name of my God. Alrighty. So this is a prayer that Agur is... uh actually praying to God and we know that he's the one that has helped written this and his name means collector amen Amen. a collector of wisdom so this is very profound so he says the two things I request of you and he says deprive me not before I die that's in verse 7 there's two things that he's praying for those two things that he's requesting and it says eight remove falsehood and lies far from me give me neither poverty nor riches feed me with the food allotted to me he has no desire to be rich or he has no desire to be poor and the reason why he doesn't have a desire to be rich is because he does not want to boast that he doesn't need God Sometimes people that have an abundance or overabundance of something, they forget that it came from God. Took the words out of my mouth. It's always a me, myself, and I. And a lot happens with servants. This doesn't happen to just, you know, regular people. It happens a lot with people who are serving the Lord. And then you have on the other end, those who are in poverty. Well, what do they do, Vernon? They curse the Lord. 
They're upset about their condition. So they want to justify stealing, robbing, and lying because it all comes down to pride, Vernon. The pride comes before the fall. Lies are always going to have people confused. And greed is always something that they can never be satisfied. They never can get enough. The majority of sin has to deal with pride, lies, or greed. Amen. And so he understands his condition. He's honest. He's transparent. And he's saying, I don't want to be too rich because then I don't give you credit. I don't honor you, God. I don't want to be too poor because in being too poor, then I bring dishonor to you. Amen. So he's a man that understands his limits. And he is praying to God just to remove the pride that is in him and remove the lies. And he says, before I die, Vernon, because a lot of us don't want to accept truth. So he understands it's a process for him, Vernon. It might not happen right away. Amen. Amen. But it's something that he wants to happen. And he wants to see it. Why? Before he stands before the Lord Jesus Christ so that he would have an opportunity to turn from that thing, Vernon. Repentance is a gift. And he wants to go before the Lord Jesus Christ correct because we all have to stand before the Lord and give an account for what we did and what we didn't do. So he's asking for this to happen before he leaves the earth. And I think all of us should have this prayer, Vernon. This is very beneficial to us. Amen. 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 To not be caught up in lies. To be not caught up in pride. To not want so much that you forget God or blame God for your condition. Amen. Amen. All right. We have a caller. So we're going to take the call and then we're going to get back to the scriptures. Hello, you're on Save the Lost at all, at all costs, and God bless you. Hey, Shalom, Sister Nina. How are you? Hey, how are you, woman of God? It's so wonderful to hear your voice. Well, you're hitting the hammer on the nail really good today because, you know, I was listening to some of the talk shows earlier on the secular stations. Yes, ma'am. And they were saying about, you know, with all the craziness and the people not knowing who they are when they go into restrooms and all that stuff, you just spoke a proclaimed truth. It's the lie. They're believing a lie, and mm-hmm. like you just mentioned, it's breeds confusion. Amen. And the moment they turn to the truth, the lies will disappear because the lie is only but for a moment, but the truth is forever. And that's all the enemy is doing, promoting these lies, and people are so fearful of wanting to believe a lie that they're negating the truth, and which is to deny the Creator. So I just wanted to throw that at you. Well, I appreciate that, and thank you, and thank you for encouraging us, and uh, you know that we love you madly, and you must kiss your wonderful mother and tell her that I've asked about her all the time, not some of the time, but all the time. And God bless her because she's given us a wonderful gift in you. So I want to give honor where honor is due, and today you get double honor. And you're going to get double honor next week, too. (laughs) Yes, 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 you have not forgotten. No, ma'am, it's written. (laughs) Amen. Well, I received that. I know I'll be hearing from you. Vernon's looking at me. I have a birthday coming up. I have a birthday coming (laughs) up. I know it was soon. I just didn't know. Thank you. He's he's, he's looking at me like, what's going on? You didn't tell me, Vernon, you are. Already know. I, I, I don't survive this time. It's just pinpoint. Hey Amen. Vernon and I are going to love one another before we leave here. Hey Amen. That's the last time. He says, Brother Love, you have one toward another in the last days. They're going to know who the disciples are, so you have no choice. You'll be all right, Vernon. Amen. Hey we love you, Sister Dorothy. God bless you. All right. Take care, guys. Uh huh. Bye bye.
Amen. You remember, Vernon, I appreciate that. Thank you. The the Holy Spirit quickened you. I appreciate that. Now, there was something very valuable in uh, verse 9 that we need to uh, look at. Uh, Vernon, it says, uh, lest I be fooled and deny you and say, who is the Lord? Wow. How arrogant for somebody to say that. Amen. Amen. And he's showing that people were like, well, who is the Lord? You know, where's the Lord? And when people don't get what they want, Vernon, that's the first thing they ask. Who is the Lord and where is the Lord? That's true. And just because you ask for it, what makes you think that you should have it? Because he knows what's best for us. Amen. Not some of the time, all the time. And sometimes what you ask for could be the thing that will take you out. Be careful what you wish for or ask for. You might get it. Mm -hmm. So we need to be very mindful that he is the truth and he knows all not some so when you don't get something don't take it as a negative Amen. who told you it was a negative and what makes you think what you asked for is going to get you out of the situation patience amen trust Amen. Amen. Obedience. Amen. Knowing that he created you and he knows what's best for you. He is what? The author and finisher of your faith. Amen. As my mom always used to say, God knows you better than you know yourself. Preach, Vernon. Amen. And, and and thank you, Vernon's mother, for giving your child some great wisdom. And he is passing it on. So uh, we are blessed by what your family has done, Vernon. And I appreciate you because you're truly a gift and uh, you love the Lord. So thank you. Yes, I do. I know you do, man of God. So let's go to verse 10. This is something that we really need to put a star by. So you want to read verse 10? Verse 10. Do not malign a servant to his master, lest he curse you and you be found guilty. Well, the thing is, is that when you start slandering, you know, God's servants or, or any servant for that particular uh, reason, it can backfire on you and you could bring the curse on yourself. So that thing that you are speaking against or want something to happen to somebody, that thing can come against you and you would be the one that uh, would be receiving that, that you are trying to dish out. So be very, very careful. Uh, the word of God tells us that when we have an ought with one another as believers, Vernon, we're supposed to go to one another and try to work that thing out. You know what I mean? I have a relationship with you. You have a relationship with me. Uh, we do agree that Jesus Christ is the Lord, a savior to us, and he's the head of our lives. Amen. Amen. So why can't we have a conversation to where we can agree to disagree amen, amen. without uh, hurting each other and going to start uh, you know factions against one another's and gossip and things like that the word is very clear that we should not be backbiting amen, amen. we're supposed to lift each other up in love we're supposed to support one another so Vernon we should always be able to have a conversation and if you can't have that conversation then you need to ask the Holy Spirit to help you have the conversation because some of us we bring too much emotions our suitcases are full of emotions when we should be trying to get an understanding amen not amen. in some things and all things amen. so you know come to each other in love and if you have a, a luggage it's just a, a collection full of emotions then maybe you need to get rid of that set <laughs> because i think it's more about you than it is about uh coming to an understanding amen, amen. and so we need to remove that because as you say, confusion, right? It it's is. the lies. It's the deception. Amen? Amen. So we have to be 
careful when we're fueled up on pure emotion. Uh, you can't go that far in the car on uh, emotional gas. Amen. Like I like to say, is that, let me keep my mouth shut a little bit longer. <laughs> God help me. And 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 this too shall pass. <laughs> yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. So um, be careful uh, how we are speaking about people. Amen. Because that that we speak can come back on us. So Vernon, we are in verse 11, 12, 13, and 14. So would you read that collectively as a set and just call out the verses as you're reading it? And again, we in Proverbs 30, uh, we're talking about the continuation of the seven questions and the seven questions were actually found in Proverbs verse four. And you can listen to the first part from last week on the website. Amen. www.savethelostlv.org. So now we're going into verses 11, 13, and no, 11, 12, 13, and 14. Amen. Amen. Verse 11. There's a generation that curses its father and does not bless its mother. Verse 12. There's a generation that is pure in its own eyes, yet it is not washed from its filthiness. Verse 13, there's a generation, oh, how lofty are their eyes, and their eyelids are lifted up. Verse 14, there's a generation whose teeth are like swords and whose fangs are like knives to devour the poor from off the earth and the needy from among men. Wow. Well, I think we're there right now, Brother Vernon, and we're going to... Been there. (laughs) (laughs) Vernon says, been there. Whoa, okay. Uh, tell us how you really feel, man of God. So let's go to verse uh, 20 in Proverbs 20, and let's see what the Word of God says. We're going to turn back, mm-hmm. and we're going to go to Proverbs 20, and let's see what verse 20 says. Proverbs 20, verse 20 out of New King James Version, once again. Whoever curses his father or his mother, his lamp will be put out in deep darkness. And what does 21 says? Verse 21, an inheritance gained hastily at the beginning will not be blessed at the end. Woo! How about that? That's a nugget. Brother Vernon gave you that for free. Amen? Amen. All righty. So, uh, honor thy mother and thy father, right, Brother Vernon? Amen. Okay. So, let's look at... And that's what we talked about when we were actually in uh, verse uh, 11, right? Yes. Talked about that. So let's look at uh, Proverbs 16, 2. Let's go a little bit to the left again. And let's look at Proverbs 16, 2. And what does the Word of God say? Proverbs 16, 2. All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. Do you see where it has spirits has the S on it? Yes. Okay, so we're not talking about the Holy Spirit. Amen? No, we're talking about man. Right. And the spirits that they have and the spirits would be something like revenge. Revenge. Amen. That greed. greed, Right. Lust. Lust. Amen. Keep going, brother. Anger. Anger. Right. Covenantiveness. Right. That type of stuff. Backbiting. So thing is, is that those befall people, those get onto people. Amen. Mm -hmm. So when the Holy Spirit is in you and residing in you, then there's something that's called conviction. Amen. Amen. And the Holy Spirit is not going to wrestle with these spirits. Amen. Amen. Either we're going to put everything under the subjection of God, the Father, God, the Son, or God, the Holy Spirit, or guess what? You're going to be stuck with your emotions that are not what? Based on truth. Amen. See, the truth would not be in a contradiction. There's no fight 
brother, because there's no argument. What can trump truth? Nothing. What can trump God? Nothing. Amen? So you have to pick who your master is going to be. So that's the whole thing. We have to get back to focus. We have to get back to center. Amen? Amen. And when we see ourselves moving to the left or to the right, Vernon, there's a quick test. Is this of God? And anything of God would have what? A righteous nature. Amen. So when you're provoked to anger and all you want to do is hurt things, curse things, be revengeful about things, plotting things, constantly walk in judgment of others, keeping score, that is not of God. God is the just. He is the truth. He is the righteous. So we really have to collect ourselves, man of God. And especially when we want to say that we are God's children or we're God's servants. Amen. Because if he is the head of our lives, then there's certain evidence, fruit we should be producing. Amen. Yes. So. Uh, I, I think this not is our, been, not our own ways. Amen. No, no, we won't because we're representing him. Amen. We're Amen. Christ ambassadors. Amen. So we can't be ambassadors of ourselves. So let's go to Proverbs 20 and let's look at verse nine. And again, we're in the new King James version. Amen. So we're in Proverbs 20 and we're going to look at verse nine. Verse nine. Who can say I have made my heart clean? I am pure from my sin. The only one that can cleanse us is the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We're not capable of cleansing ourselves. If that, we could die for ourselves. Amen. Amen. And we would be crucified, right? Amen. But we weren't capable of doing that because we have sin in us. We have a sinful nature. I don't even wake myself up. (laughs) Amen. We're incapable of doing that. When you look at it, people want to give Sony... You know, credit, because that's the alarm clock. Hello, but no, (laughs) Sony is not what's waking us up. Amen. There's plenty of people's alarm clock that's going off and they didn't wake up. Amen. So we have to attribute things to God. Amen. Always. I love that, Vernon. Praise God. So let's go to 2 Timothy chapter 3. Let's see what this says. I mean, we spoke on a lot in verses 11, 12, 13, and 14. Let's really sum this thing up. And let's go to 2 Timothy. And we're going to look at chapter 3. And I think, Vernon, what we're going to look at, the first six verses. Amen, yes. Okay. Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. But know this, that in the last days... Perilous times will come. Now, I want to stop you there, Vernon. You said that we're in the last days. Amen. I've been in the last days. I knew that before. All righty. <laughs> so let, let's, let's, let's see some evidence of it. Amen. Because you, you Backbiting. Make it, amen. Um, men lovers of men. Greed. Money before God. Uh, murder. And, just rampant, just uh, the generations, amen. children. And the thing is, is that we can look at the churches. They've taken the blood of Jesus out the church. Oh, yes. So, you know, a lot of it, you know, I don't know what it represents. It's not indicative of the Lord Jesus Christ. Taking prayer out of school. Amen. So yes. let's look at the evidence here. You make a profound statement. Uh, I'm backing you up on that. But yeah. let, let the scriptures be the final word. Amen. Amen. Don't just listen to Brother Vernon and Sister Nina. Let's listen to the Word of God. Amen. Verse (coughs) 2. For men will be lovers of themselves, 
lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Wow, what did that we've been talking about parents, amen? Amen. What did it say? It says disobedient to parents. Amen. Keep going. Verse three, mm -hmm. unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self control, brutal, despisers of good. Now, if we look at America, uh, we are mass incarcerators, correct? Yes. We have twenty five percent of the of the population that's locked up. Amen. Amen. When you look at all over the world, so we love to lock people up. Uh, now we have a a uh, opiate epidemic that has befalled us. Amen? Amen. So now they're starting to realize they, the people who make the laws, so that would be uh, our legislation. Amen? Whether it's federal, you know, state or county, city, they're starting to realize that locking people up without treatment is not helping people. Amen? Amen. You do not lock somebody up that has cancer. And they could have smoked, you know, four or five packs a day. That That's not a criminal offense. Amen? Amen. So now we see that people are going to the doctor, getting prescriptions, and they're getting addicted to the opiates that they have been given. There's been, you know, a lie that's been perpetrated upon doctors and the medical profession that certain medications were not addicting. And that has turned out to be a lie. Now, when you look at the Mormons, they're called the Later Day Saints. They do not allow for drinking or tobacco. However, they will take medication that has been prescribed by a doctor. So a lot of the Mormons have been suffering tremendously from opiate addiction. And not only one generation, it could be two or three generations. And it has become pandemic because they are trying to live to a standard of perfectionism. So now they're medicating for what is alleged to be a physical malady. Now there's an emotional malady because they're trying to live at a certain standard and they're not able to do it. So subsequently, people are dosing on what has been given to them by doctors and they're dying by following the prescription. Now I'm just using, you know, the Mormons in one particular aspect as to what is really, really happening to whole groups of people. They're being wiped out, man of God, because of lies. We really, really have to understand when Brother Vernon says we are living in the last days. So you're having whole generations of people being wiped out. Uh, Education-wise, health-wise, mass incarceration, uh, mental health. They were not recognizing the needs for people to have their mental health looked at. Uh, when you look at uh, the jails and the prisons, the juvenile detention centers, 50% yes. uh, of them that are there are suffering from mental health disorders. Subsequently, the acts are being criminalized, like 
people who are there for non-violent uh, offenses. The addiction is being criminalized. So you are disenfranchising a whole community, a whole generation, man of God. And we cannot criminalize everything. People are sick. They need help. Amen. Amen. So Jesus says in his word, what you do for the least of them is what you do for me. So what are we doing? And this is where the church should be standing up. This is where the church should be able to offer, you know, great assistance and be able to demand from our so-called leaders on a political front, law and order front, what are you doing? Because what you've done has not worked. Amen. Amen. So you want to keep going with the scriptures, man of God? Verse four, traitors, <coughs> dead strong. <coughs> Haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Verse 5, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. And verse 6, for of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women, loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts. Amen. Well, I think we need to go ahead and... Do uh, verse 7 as well, man of God. Always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Amen. And who is the truth? God. Amen. Jesus Christ. That's that's what it's about. It's the truth. So, you know, Paul is saying this, and this would be signs of the last days. Amen? Amen. So we do have some evidence that we are in the last days. Yes. And and because this is what he said will be happening. So you read any headline and you find out, you know, we're not making this up, but the word told us that this would happen. Amen. Amen. So what is our response? Our response is to get back to God. Amen. Amen. So if you want his protection, you have to be his child and there has to be evidence of you being his child and obedience is evidence. Amen. I was going to say obey and, and you said it. Amen. Obedience. And and you said earlier about patience, about waiting on God. And we have to find contentment in every situation that we're in because God is with us. Always. We have to know how strong we are. Amen. Amen. We have to be tested. So things are going to happen to build us up, to make us strong. And what has happened to you or what has happened to me is not strange, man of God. It happens to us all. So it isn't like we're being singled out. It makes us more humble and more thankful and dependent totally on God. God is not looking for independence. Nobody is a God but him. But you know, there are some religious beliefs that says everybody is a God. What what do you need the most high God for if everybody's a God? Then it means everybody is not a God. Amen. Amen. And for those who are preaching that we are gods. Well, guess what? The man said earlier in verses seven, eight and nine, he didn't want to be victim to the lies anymore. He didn't want that. He didn't want to be victim to falsehoods, foolishness, pride. Because what does it do? It messes you up, man of God. Yes, it does. I was sharing in church earlier that famous line from the movie Rudy. Mm-hmm. And 
I know there's a God, and I'm not him. <laughs> amen. Amen. I'm well, not. you know what? Uh, that is uh, coming into the wisdom. You know, that's coming to the knowledge of God. You know, when we fear, fear meaning having reverence. Amen. Amen. Not to be, you know, like a, a, afraid of a monster or something. It's not that type of fear. It is the respect. It's the reverence. So we see about uh, our generation is a rebellious generation. Amen. Amen. And we are not... Uh, Interested in godliness, as you were saying, you know, things have been removed from the school. So it doesn't matter what society is doing. We are not following society. We are following God when we are believers. Amen. Amen. So don't go that road. Get back to God. Follow him. Get into his word. Amen. Amen. Uh, I know that there are some good houses of God out there. There's some good Bible preaching and teaching um, houses of the Lord. Uh, it may take some time to find it because you should have a uh, great discernment and you should not give your right hand of fellowship to just anybody. Amen. Amen. There are a lot of pretenders out there, brother Vernon. Amen. So you need to uh, go to God in prayer and uh, God will guide you. You know, righteous man steps are ordered by the Lord. So maybe God is waiting for you to come to him. Amen. Instead Amen. of, you know, doing all this church hopping. Amen. Go to him. He's going to send you where you need to go. Amen. Amen. And be patient. Amen. Because, you know, if he's waited this long to tell you where you need to go, uh, there's a reason for it. Amen. Amen. And don't equate uh, delay with defeat. Patience is something that he is building in all of us. It's a great time to be built up by the Lord. Amen. Amen. So you can take your hands off of yourself and let the creator the potter put you on the wheel and mold you. Amen. Amen. So I, I just want to comment. You were talking about the fear of the Lord. Mm -hmm. uh, Proverbs nine ten uh, says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Amen. And the knowledge of the Holy one is understanding. Well, praise God. I agree with that. And that's so wonderful that the Holy spirit led you there. Can we go to Proverbs 21, four, please? 21, four. Mm hmm. Let's see what the Word of God says. Proverbs 21, 4. I hope I say this word right. A haughty mm -hmm. look, a proud heart, and the plowing of the wicked are sin. Haughty, 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 haughty is puffed up. Like haughtiness. Yeah. Puffed up. Right. Prideful. Amen? Mm-hmm. And it's a proud heart. And we do know that pride comes before what? The fall. Amen? Amen. And it says... And the plowing of the wicked are sin. That's not where you want to be. No. Because when you're all puffed up, what do you want the Holy Spirit to do? Not you can't thing. You can't be guided. <laughs> you're all puffed think, up. You're all filled up. thinking about the Holy Spirit. You're just looking at the reflection of self. So a lot of times we have to get out of what? Self. self. Amen? Okay. Brother Vernon, we are going to go back to Proverbs 30. Okay. And we uh, have done a good look at verses 11, 12, 13, and 14. So let's move on to verse 15. Verse 15, the leech has two daughters. Give and give. There are three things that are never satisfied. Four, never say enough. Want me to keep going? Yes. 16, the grave, the barren womb, 
the earth that is not satisfied with water, and the fire never says enough. All right. 15 and 16. So let's look at that. Uh, it says the leech has two daughters, give and give. Some say, give me and give me more. <laughs> Identical twins. <laughs> Amen. So a leech, what is a leech? A leech is something that subsists off of something. Amen. Amen. It's not even doing anything of its own power, not doing anything of its own work trying to well not trying being very good at riding someone else and then they don't produce nothing Amen. they're they're blood suckers vernon Amen. they want to suck you dry so their whole thing is to do that to you. So if God is the God of everything, amen, the creator of everything, what does he need to suck from us? He's not like that, amen? So we have to be careful based on how we're responding, who is leading us, who is ahead of us, amen? Amen. So why would we have a leech mentality? God would not give that to us. He wouldn't deny us one good thing, would he, Vernon? Amen. No. So... If you're leeching, then you're following the other one. Amen? Amen. He comes to what? Steal, kill, and, and destroy. destroy. Okay? That's the evil one. That's Satan. That's not God's nature, and he would never be a leech. Amen? Amen. He's generous. He's kind. He's loving. He gave his only begotten son for sinners. Whether we believed in him or not, whether we're following him or not, he gave it for his son a ransom for the what? The whole world in hopes that we would be saved. Amen. Amen. So that right there to me is like, whoo, that, that's just a serious right here. So <laughs> leeching is not of God. Amen. Amen. And we talked about the three things that are never satisfied. Amen. So Amen. it says the grave. <laughs> <laughs> that's um. Right? Obvious. <laughs> okay. And it says the barren womb. Uh, a person that cannot have a child right. sometimes cannot accept that, that they cannot have a child. We see a lot where women are, are stealing babies right out of the nursery. Amen. Amen. Taking them right out of the arms of people. And some of them have been so sick and profane that they are cutting the womb. I mean, the womb open and taking the child out of the womb. So, you know, sometimes we can't do something. And there, uh, my grandmother, my mother's mother, uh, had uh, three sisters that for some reason could not produce children. Well, my grandmother had three daughters. Guess what? Each of her sisters became like a surrogate mother to help my grandmother. Amen. And, you know, have a special bond with their individual nieces. And those were for the sisters that couldn't have children. And they were just so enamored with, you know, my mother and her three, and her other two sisters. And they were just like an extended mom. They knew that my grandmother was their mother. My grandmother was their sister. But these children had enough love in them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To be there for them specially. And it helped my grandmother because they would have a special bond. So, uh, you know, it was amazing. And uh, growing up and seeing that, you know, that was great. You know, just because you're not able to have a child doesn't mean you're not able to love. And to love someone in the capacity that could really appreciate you. Amen? Amen. But, uh, you know, those who have that type of mindset, well, they just got to have it, have it, have it. 
you know, I got to produce, produce, produce. Uh, it, it can be uh, to the extreme and be very detrimental, you know, to uh, people. Amen. Amen. And then it says uh, the earth that is not satisfied with water, a drought. And we know how a drought is and yeah. that a fire that never says enough. What We have these uncontrollable fires in the season called now. Amen. Amen. We're having serious droughts in the season called Amen. now. You know, there are uh, people are dying like we wouldn't believe. Amen. Amen. And, you know, there is uh, definitely some barrenness. Amen. So, you know, these are the things that he points out that are never satisfied. Okay. Now let's look at uh, 17 and 18. Verse 17, the eye that mocks his father and scorns obedience to his mother, the ravens of the valley will pick it out and the young eagles will eat it. Verse 18, there are three things which are too wonderful for me, yes, four which I do not understand. 19, the way of an eagle in the air, the way of a serpent on a rock, the way of a ship in the midst of the sea, and the way of a man with a virgin. Amen. Uh, let's look at uh, verse 17. Uh, basically, what this is saying is that this is a, a a tragic thing that happens when we disregard our parental uh, advice. When we as parents uh, have children who refuse to listen to us and do not respect authority. When they refuse to listen to us and do not respect authority, destruction is happening. Yes, You're going to be locked up. You're going to be dead before your time or you're just going to be a shell of the person. And then you have to carry that around with you. And some people are unforgiving, Vernon. They never let people forget that they're felons. They never let people forget that uh, they uh, had had a drug issue. They never let people forget that uh, they had certain type of arrest. Amen? Amen. And that follows you everywhere that you go. So the thing is, is that we are going to have to deal with that. But does it have to be a result because we did not listen to our parents that God gave us and that we refuse to respect authority? You know, this is all authority. The crossing guard has a position of authority because he or she has to get you across the street so that you can go to school. So you mock the crossing guard, you know, the person who is in the church has the spiritual authority to give you the word of God and to teach you and to preach you. You're in the house of God. You're mocking that authority. You are mocking the authority when you come into a person's restaurant, you know, and how you're supposed to act. You are badgering the waitresses. Amen. Amen. So the thing is, even traffic, it is a privilege to drive in the streets. It's not a right. So what are you doing? You're mocking the rules of the road. Running, you know, red lights, not stopping at stop signs, driving too fast. Or, you know, you're mocking a person's time in reference to an employer you come late and you leave early you're stealing money amen? amen and anytime your supervisor asks you to do something you want to say well why are you asking me because you're here because you agreed to the job so part of what the job is to do is well, how I've instructed you and when you get to be supervisor then I suppose you can ask those questions but right <laughs> now you're not right. you know what I mean <laughs> so you know we have to we have to be mindful of that and when we're in particular um, organizations, amen, 
and when we agree to the terms, their rules that we should be following. Right. You know, it's not to go in there and to wreak total havoc, man of God. Amen. So, you know, it's very uh, destructive. It's, it's destructive. It's just totally counterproductive. How are you going to, you know, make it? And then you want to act a fool and then you want everybody to come help you. You're talking about rescue me. <laughs> After you've alienated everybody. Right. You know what? you got to humble yourself, man of God. Right. Humble yourself before the Lord. And we're looking at verses... Uh, <coughs> what, what did we read? Uh, 17 and 18. Right. And we, 19. We, ta- we talked about that. Okay. And then we talked about the three things that are too wonderful, right, for him. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, the way the eagle flies. You know, you don't see where eagles go and where they come from. Amen. No. They're, they're just out there doing it. And the way a serpent uh, is on a rock, the way they move on a rock. You know, the rock can be coming out, jetting out. And the serpent can, you know, crawl underneath and still move. He's saying he doesn't understand that. That's that's too wonderful for him to understand. But God does. Amen. Amen. He's he's speaking of his limits in reference to his understanding of certain things and how these things are still uh, all him. You know, it's like uh, the ship in the midst of a sea and, you know, a man in the way that he is, you know, with the virgin. These are the things that deal with, you know, that particular thing is like procreation that, you know. How do we understand that? The nine months, everything, you know what I mean, that comes with that. Ovulation, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, all that that goes with that. It, it's huge. And, and from that foundation that is set, you know, brings forth what? Families, right? Legacies. So uh, it's huge. Generations. So he's saying that he doesn't have the wisdom to understand that. He recognizes it. But it's still overwhelming. Amen? Amen. So let's go on to verse uh, 21 and keep going there. Uh, verse 20 as well? Or... Yes. Okay. I apologize. For... Okay. Verse 20. This is the way of an adulterous woman. She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I've done no wickedness. Uh, verse 21. For three... Well, let's, let's stop right okay. there. Amen. So, uh, Vernon, you're a man. Uh, does that uh, speak to you at all? Uh, the, from... <laughs> Watching some reality shows, and it seems like the way this generation is, is like a, it's like, so what? I did that. It's like it's like part of life. Well, well it's, it's, it's important that we establish an adulterous woman. That is a woman that's married. Amen. Right. So you cannot be an adulterous woman unless you're married. Amen. Right, right. And when you marry, you marry with God's grace. Amen. Amen. And God set up marriage. Amen. So you have to understand the abomination, the gravity of this. This is a woman. And it says in Genesis, you know, 224, that a man will leave his mother and father clinging to his wife and the two shall become Mm -hmm. one. Amen. Amen. So you have to understand how offensive this is to God. This is a woman who is married. Amen. And And then it says that she eats and wipes her mouth and says, I have done nothing wicked. You already have a husband, so you're already eating, but you wipe in your mouth and you go into the next thing. And then when God says, you know, look, you know, the Holy Spirit is giving you conviction. I haven't done nothing. My husband works late. What is that, Vernon? My husband uh, lost his job. What is that? It says when the when the vows say for richer, for poor, amen. amen. So it, it, it says, you know, for better, for worse in health and in sickness. What does those vows mean? So they were (laughs) exactly. But the thing is, is that 
She is not an adulterous woman by herself. Amen. Amen. We have a responsibility as believers. Amen. Amen. To to encourage her to encourage the men that's why we come to the wedding to bear witness to what god has joined together it says what god has joined together let no man put us under so we have a responsibility to that couple to love them to help them to encourage them amen not to say oh well yes some of the women that i've uh, talked with about that that have done it to them it's like no big deal it's like well it's just part of life it's just what happened if they don't see the they don't see it as anything wrong well the thing is is when you marry you're not just married to your husband you're married to god right and there's three people in the relationship and god is a covenant keeper he's going to keep his promise amen mm -hmm. and if you want the protection of god if you want the love of god if you want the blessing of god then we need to understand the vows that we're taking and everything we do man of god we must count the cost amen, amen. so marital counseling is true it is very important. You just don't go one time. But if you're coming from dysfunctionality, if you're coming from foundations where they don't respect marriage, where you know what, uh, what is marriage? It's nothing but a piece of paper. And you're coming from these people who are uh, dysfunctional generation after generation. Then what? What are they? emulating they're emulating what they've been taught amen right, right. so it's apparent to me upon the parents to guide their children a lot of times ungodly children have ungodly parents amen amen so we are going to stop right here in uh, proverbs 30 verse 20 we uh, are going to pick up at 21 and we'll go to 33 when we come back next week but uh this will be the third part next week uh i've really enjoyed this uh with you today brother vernon Me too. Uh, proverbs 30 i really encourage you guys to read it get into it and come back and join us again next week and we're going to finish 21 through 33 and when we we are where we are right now in the program. We want you to know that we want you to save the lost at all costs with us. Be safe, and we'll see you next week. We love you, and God bless. Bye -bye. God bless. It is our humble prayer that the Most High God of all creation and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, continues to bless you and yours without cease for tuning in today and supporting this great move of God with your generous donations. Save the Lost at All Costs is a Holy Spirit field, live called in weekly radio ministry that has been airing since 2005 and serving in the greater Las Vegas community. We can be heard every Sunday at 3.02 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Las Vegas. Vegas's very own Christian Talk radio stations, 1060 AM and 101.5 FM. Also, we are audio and video streamed in real time during our live broadcast at www.kkvv.com and our website, www.savethelostlv.org. If you would like to re-listen to a previous broadcast at no charge, make an online secure donation, or learn more about our ministry, please visit our website at www.savethelostlv.org. If you prefer, you can mail in a donation. Address it to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc., P.O. Box number 335852, North Las Vegas, 89033. Again, our P.O. Box number is 335852, North Las Vegas, 89033. All donations.
donations made to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc. are 100% tax deductible. For more information, please feel free to call or text us at 702-219-6882. Again, 702-219-6882. We would like to thank you again. Remember to remain in Christ, stay prayed up, tune in, and don't forget to save the lost at all costs, no matter what.